Welcome to the round table with Abram and Aisha. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back. Glad to be here. Glad you are back. We have another podcast for you, and I think we're going to continue on with how to get from point A to point B in your life. It's um, how to grow in the Lord. Um, when we started this, we first talked about making sure that you have the right church, and then we also spoke about discipleship. And then our last podcast, we spoke about locating yourself. Where are you in the midst of the sower and the sower who sold the word, the four categories that was there? You got to locate yourself so you know where you are and so and you can get out of where you are or um, better your predicament from where you are. So um, this morning, we're going to continue on with that. And we have another thing that you should do to how to get from point A to point B, how to grow in the Lord, and that is renewing your mind. Uh, Abram has a scripture that he'll read, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, we'll start with Romans 12. Uh, we'll go one and two. Uh, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, accept- acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable, perfect will of God. Romans 1 and 2 in the Message Bible says, Here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what He wants from you and quickly respond to it, unlike the culture around you always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. In this version or translation, it lets us know what we have to do. It brings us to a, a point of our society, our society, I feel, because we know how our society is. We don't even think about God. We can be Christians, but yet Monday comes, as I say, for everyone, mm-hmm. and then we have the media, um, just the, the climate of the day, and you really don't, it's almost like we're Christians, but we're still in the world. Mm-hmm. And I feel that this is kind of saying, also come out of the world. Mm-hmm. And while you're coming out of the world, you're also putting your affections and your heart towards God. And then as you do that, and you read the word, and you meditate on it, your mind is being renewed to what God will want you to do in this life. And then until you'll be able to, to navigate life better. So basically when you are a Christian, you should look different. Yes. You should be different. You should act differently. Yes. Than how just normal society um, acts, not in this hoity-toity type of way. That's not what we're talking about, but there'll be a peace about you. Yes, and it won't be an affiliation of I'm a whatever race that you are. Mm-hmm. You know, we it's almost like 
and my father, pastor, says this a lot, that you're your race first and then you are a Christian second. Mm-hmm. But when our minds are renewed to what God is, what is God? He is love. Uh, he is a spirit. We are made in his image. He is our father. Our children, as we talked about a podcast ago or so, that they're like us. Mm-hmm. But we should also ask ourselves, are we like our father? And when you began to roll those things around and almost like a jigsaw puzzle and putting pieces together and trying to figure it out, you we, we see that we are our father's children. It says we are sons of God. And we should think of ourselves as that first, not as what we know to be as when we look in a mirror, this flesh. Yeah. Paul says uh, when you're in the kingdom of God, there's neither Jew nor Greek or in yeah. other words, there's, there's no races. There's no races. It's it's you are the child of God. You you've been adopted into his family. Yeah. And so it's no more um, racial color. Not to say that we're of course, we're living in this world. And we know races do exist. But what Abram is saying here is that it's not, oh, I'm black first or I'm Hispanic first or I'm white yeah. first. No, it's I am God first and everything else falls, you know, falls in line. So, uh, but why, why about renewing your mind? This is very important because when you come, when you become born again, the Lord indeed changes your spirit. But as we've said before, another podcast, everything else remains the same. Mm-hmm. You still have to deal with your fleshly lust. You still have that mind to contend with. Um, you have that old man that battles with you every single day. Mm-hmm. Your spirit is new. And now the God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is dwelling in you. But you, yeah. s- you still have to do something about that mind, about that, about your flesh. Um, and yeah, it talks about bringing it under, su- under subjection. Yeah, it does. And it, when you read, when we just read Romans 1 and 2, look at what Paul says. He says, present your bodies a living sacrifice. That yeah. means that's something you have to do. When you get saved, it doesn't mean that God does everything for you. No, what he does is that spirit man that, that had the sin nature, that all you can do was just sin, is now rebirth. It's it's brand new. And so now you yeah. can walk this life holy and righteous because you have the holy and righteous father in you. Now, to do that, we're talking about how to grow in the Lord, how to get from point A to point B. Yeah. To do that, you have to renew your mind with the word of God. Yeah. Have you noticed that um, sometimes the Lord may tell you things or or maybe you're in a church and 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 they say something and, you know, inside you know inside it's the truth, but that mind gets going. And it's like it's it's balking against whatever the word of God mm-hmm. um, is it says saying. says the mind is enmity. That's what it says. Exactly. Um, that's an because. Enemy, an enemy to the lay person. Right. That's because you need to renew your mind. You need to get into the word and find out what the scripture says and get that into you. And it also says that. The mind cannot understand spiritual things. Mm-hmm. It has to be spirit to spirit. And when you look at it in that that way, 
you see that that mind does need to be renewed. We are born in, in sin and shaped in iniquity. And all that time from the time that we were born, we're, we're in sin. You may not say, well, a baby doesn't sin. Well, he, the baby is born with sin in them. Mm-hmm. We were not born with the righteousness of, of the righteousness of God in us. It has to be a conscious decision to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, and then we do become the righteousness of God. But on the other hand, we are. What is the opposite of righteousness? Uh, let's see. Um, we, unrighteousness. We are the yeah, exactly. We are the un, we are the unrighteousness. <laughs> From from Satan, our father. Jesus always said, "Your father, you are the father he ain't of the my devil." Father no more. Not anymore. No, we are <laughs> renewed creatures in Christ Jesus, right? Right. So, I'm not calling anyone unrighteousness, unrighteous right now. But if you are, we're here to help. There's a solution for that. Yes. And so, what I'm saying is that we we come here and. This reminds me about, I'll get to the point later, but reminds me about when Nicodemus came to Jesus and he said, hey, Jesus, you must be a man of God because you wouldn't be able to do these miracles with, without being one. And Jesus did not say, hey, you know what, that, that, is, that is right. I, I am a man of God. Um, yeah, I've, I've been doing some good things. He didn't say anything. He didn't expound upon it at all. He totally took the conversation in a way that Nicodemus did not expect and mind you Nicodemus came at night trying to be secret um not letting other Pharisees know um what he was doing hanging with Jesus and so Jesus said let me go ahead and tell you what it's really about what's really going on what makes it worth your while because uh you come here in secret you know we don't, we, don't, we don't talk about miracles so he basically started telling him about the rebirth and saying that you must be born born again and he's like how can I go back into my mother's womb? And Jesus, it's, it's not natural. It's not a physical thing. It's a spiritual thing. And he began to expound um, the new birth to him. And so what I'm saying is that when we are born again, we have to put away this this flesh and this mind that we normally would think of. You know, the, the intellect of, of him, it did not mesh with God at that point. Mm-hmm. And he was a Pharisee. And he says, and you don't know this? He was supposed to already know the law. He was supposed to know what Jesus was talking about. But he didn't. Because he was his mind was not renewed. He was too a part of this world. Even though he was someone that may have studied the, the word at that time, the law, he was still a part of this world. His mind still needs to be renewed. Mm-hmm. You know, my our daughter came to me the other day and she said, Mom, what do I do with bad thoughts? How do I take care of bad thoughts? And um, I thought that was a really good question because we're talking about renewing your mind. So let's let's delve into that. How do you deal with these bad thoughts? Because the Bible tells us that Satan, you you deal. That's where he that's where he attacks you right there in that soulless area, right there in in your mind and your emotions and all of that. And the Bible gives us the solution on how to deal with those thoughts, how to deal with your mind. And it's in Second Corinthians chapter ten, and I'll read it, and then I'll tell you how I answered her. It says, 
I'll start at verse 3. This is 2 Corinthians 10, verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So when she asked me that question, I asked her, well, what were some of the thoughts that she had? And then I began to give her examples. Let's say she's in a fearful situation and then her, your mind just begins to go and begins to tell you that um, this is going to happen and that's going to happen. And you're getting more and more afraid. I told her that you you stop and you say, God, is not giving me a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. Or you say, fear not for the Lord is with me. See, these are the things that you do. You're taking that thought and you're bringing it captive to the word of God, because what what happens is these thoughts, if we if we let it, I think James talk about that. If we let that thought um, take root, eventually it'll, it will lean and end up in sin. You know, it sin just don't happen. You have to do something. And most of the time it comes with a thought, you know, maybe you're you're married and you see a you see a lady that, that you like from a man point of view, or if it's a female and you see a man that looks good to you. And then that, then that thought, let's say you and your husband are not in a good place right now. And so the devil comes to you about, man, he sure, he sure looks good. Or man, he would treat you better than your husband would treat you or she would treat you better. Look how much attention she's paying you. Mm-hmm. All those things. That mind began to well, the devil begins to get in there and just take over. Those those thoughts just come like darts, arrows at you. Yeah, it does. And you have to say, stop. You have to say, no, absolutely not. That is against the word of God. I will not commit adultery against my wife. You have to do that. You you got to take that word and and that's how you cast down that imagination. That's why that's how you take captive that thought. You do it with the word of God. And that's why on another um, episode we were talking about meditating on the word. And if you don't have it in you, then you cannot combat those things that are coming to you. Mm-hmm. And when you're Christians and new Christians, we had uh, talked about it last podcast when it says that you're a, um, the, the type of a uh, sower in the seed. Mm-hmm. It, you may get the word, but then the devil comes in and steals it away. Yeah. And then so when he's stealing that word away, you won't have anything to combat when he comes to you again. Mm-hmm. For he's going to come to you. He's going to you're happy. You hear the word and then he's going to take it away and then he's going to come back again. And then he's going to give you these thoughts that are, that's going to cause you to fall later. Yeah. It may not fall right then. But if that word is not in you and willpower will not work against the devil, willpower is not a spiritual thing. You cannot wrestle, the Bible says, with flesh and um, we yeah, do not we wrestle with, after, uh, with after the, we do not, we do not wrestle after the flesh. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but, you know, I forgot the rest. But you, you must have that word in you. And if it's not in you, then you won't have anything to, to fight with. Yeah. Let's say let's let's do another situation because um, I, I want to give examples so you understand how this renewing of your mind works, how how this taking captive of your thoughts work, because it does work. Now, it'll be a battle. Some of them thoughts are real stubborn and they don't want to mm-hmm. go away. But you continue 
to resist the devil. The Bible says resist the devil and he will flee from you. The Bible cannot lie. It is not. It is the truth. It is the word of God. And I was talking to my, my father. We were having a, uh, a meeting um, the other day and he was speaking that you must release your faith on just on the subject we were talking about. But even in, I believe it applies here when we are reading the word. Our minds are being renewed and we must release our faith that this word that we are reading is going to help us. That this word that we're reading is true. That every word of the Bible is true. And we can't just do it as, well, they said to do this, so I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. You may get a little relief, but if you're not believing in something that you're doing, it won't come to the fruition that we need it to be. Um, when you working at a job, I'll just use that as an example, and myself, they would always want me to do things that I was not comfortable with in doing as far as, hey, sell this product. I used to work in banking. Sell this product and then also do your job. It's like we're going to add this to you so we can make more money, the company. And I wasn't motivated by money, but they always wanted me to do something more. And I was like, I, I don't feel that. So I didn't believe in that. So. If I did, it would be half-heartedly. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It must be something that you believe in. You, you, you're reading this word to help you. Yeah. And you must believe it as such. And the faith is released during that time where you're believing it, and where, excuse me, where you're reading it, and then the Lord can help you. And yeah. when the devil comes to you, and you'll be able to, to combat the devil and triumph. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, another example I was, I thought about giving, let's say, um, we did a podcast, we did a live podcast and we, we, we talked about, uh, resetting your default. You know, what do you, what do you go to? So let's say you have issues with, or maybe before you came to the Lord, um, drinking was your thing with, when you, you like to drink. And then when things happen in your life, man, I need to just go ahead and have me a glass of wine or let me, let me get me, you know, some beer or whatnot. And so now you, you have come to the Lord and, and the Lord has dealt with you concerning that, but life happens, something happened in your life and you are tempted to get to that alcohol or you're looking for peace you know, or whatever the case. Well, if you get the word of God in you, you can combat that thought when it comes to you. It's an, it's no different if you, you've been smoking dope and you, you, you have this overwhelming temptation to uh, smoke dope, you know, well, get the word, talk about the word. What does it say? One, if you're smoking dope, if you're drinking alcohol because you need the peace, you can say, no, Jesus is my Prince of Peace. I don't need this and I don't need that to do this. Or you can say there is no temptation that God has not that has that is not common to man, that he has not made a way of escape. Jesus is my escape. You take every single thought captive and make it come under and submit it un under the word of God. Paul says, I buffet my body daily. In other words, I tell my body how it's going to feel, what it's going to do. And, and when you're saying I, who is this I that he is talking about? Well, he's talking about the real person, exactly. his spirit, man, That's the, what I the, the, to say. Yes. the reborn person. Yes. Um, Romans chapter six says this, and I thought this was really good. Um, it's Romans six thirteen. It says, 
Well, I guess I should go start at verse 12 because it's a continuing sentence. But it says, let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that yeah. you should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. You know, we yield when he's talking about your members he's talking about your hands your eyes your 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 mouth your your body you know later on he talks about presenting your body as a living sacrifice every day make it a point that when you get up in the morning lord i'll go where you want me to go i'll say what you have for me to say i'll touch and do whatever you want me to do that's yielding your members to the will of god to righteousness Lord, I won't let sin reign in my mortal body. I won't let that thought just roll around and around and around in my head. When somebody has made me upset, when somebody has done something to me and I'm, 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 I don't want to forgive them. So I'm replaying it over and over and over in your head, in my head. Lord, I won't do that. I will take your word and I will forgive that person. Not because of me or not because it, it, um, I can do it in my own strength because your word says to do it, Father. And in your strength, I forgive that person. And I stop those thoughts from rolling around in my head. These are the things where we're talking about renewing your mind. When we're talking about presenting your body as a living sacrifice and not being conformed. The average person holds a grudge and holds it for a long mm -hmm. time. Yeah. You know, and that grudge, it's it's scientifically known that unforgiveness causes sickness. Mm -hmm. It will kill you. It will kill you. It will kill you. Jesus says to forgive. Well, Aisha, I can't do that. Maybe you can't do it in your strength, but you can do it in his. Because you are in him and yeah. greater is he that is in you than he that is and in the world. If, if you don't, you will die. Just just go to the end of the thing. What if I don't do this? Okay, okay, I, I can't do it. But what will happen if I, I do do this? Well, you're going to die. Your your life will be cut short. And you see people, and we look at, we look at it from the standpoint of the flesh, and, oh, they're so healthy. They, they run every day. They eat right. They're doing everything for their body to be uh, optimal, to perform in the way that it should. But then they get cancer. And you say, why? Well, they ate right. They... And then they then they pull up some hereditary stuff if they, you know, go back and do that. But why? It's because that root of bitterness that has been has been sown as a seed. Mm -hmm. A seed is always sown in life. What seeds are we sowing? Are we sowing seeds that will produce righteousness, fruits of righteousness or fruits of bitterness? That's what we should be after. And that's where the Lord is saying that we must renew our mind. Um in Matthew 26, it says in, in 41, um, watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. Mm -hmm. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Mm -hmm. When we are born again, the new birth, our, our spirits are reborn. It's, it's, it's small. You know, it, it's, you, you're wanting to do it, but the flesh is dominating us. Yeah. We've been in this in this body for ever, however long it's been, however age we are. But yet, someone comes and tells us that we have a spirit. Like, what are you talking about? What is a spirit? And so we're, that, that, that spirit, in a sense, 
is a baby. It's Im- it's immature. Mm-hmm. So we don't know the things that we should know. Um, we know more of this world, the wisdom of this world of below what we talked about in previous podcasts. And this whole thing is about Jesus coming to tell us about the kingdom of God. Yeah. And how to to operate in his kingdom. Mm-hmm. We already know how to operate in this world. We 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 we're used to this world, this culture, our society, which we talked about earlier in, in reading yeah. the Message Bible. But now we have to ha- learn how to operate we have to in learn the new how, kingdom. Yes. And that is, you say, why do I need to renew our mind, my mind? Well, this is why. He is helping us because so that we are Because you're in this fit. world and not of this world. Yes, so that we are fit for the kingdom. You know, we can be Christians and say, I, I, I remember back in the summer of 89 when I got saved. But then what did you do with that experience? You just remembered it as a memory of something. Well, I went to the the uh, the park or we had a good time and it just was something that stayed in your memory block. But you did nothing with it. You didn't grow it. We, as we talked about, um, or it didn't grow, we talked about in the last podcast that we must cultivate our garden. Mm-hmm. And how do you do that? We are you, we, we read the word. You begin to meditate. You begin to think about it, not just the words on the page, but I believe what we're talking about now is getting into the meditation of the word and just seeing how it applies to our life and the Holy Spirit will help us in it. Mm-hmm. And he will begin to unveil truths to us. And as we do the word, we'll see these things that that's in this Bible. It'll become easier to us. It won't become a chore. You know, when you learn something, the learning curve will be steep for for that person if they don't know anything about it. And sometimes people, they gravitate to things easier mm-hmm. than, than another. Some people, okay, they, they like math or they like reading or English, whatever it may be, or they like to draw. But if you hadn't done any of these things, you did not practice it, well, you won't know it. It'll, it'll, be, it'll be tough for you. Yeah. And so why is it different when it comes to spiritual things? We have to look at it in the manner of that, the Lord is preparing us for his kingdom. Do we know anything about his kingdom before we got saved? No. We were a sinner, a cuss, a drinker, whatever it was we were. We have to learn the ways of God. We have to learn the ways of the kingdom. And when you first come into it, it'll be some, some trying times. It'll be some things where you have to learn. You know, we don't know the things of God if you don't know the things of God. You never heard them, so you don't know them. And then you may read it, but then you don't know them because you do not know how to apply it in the real world, in a real situation. Mm -hmm. So this is why he says, meditate on Scripture, read it, pray always, watching and praying so that you not enter into temptation, you not fall to it. The flesh is weak. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. You are we are weak to the to the spiritual things that may come to us. So the Lord is telling us to pray, to meditate in his word, to to have our minds renewed. And once that happens, the Lord will be able to help us. We'll have something to combat the devil when he comes. Yes. Yeah, so to to finish it off, I want to remind everyone what the what David said in Psalms. He said, I have hid your word in my heart so mm-hmm. that I might not sin against you. Let that be your prayer. Let that be your, 
your gold. Hide his word in your heart. Let this mind, uh, as in the letters Paul says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. I hope everyone has enjoyed this podcast. We'll be back next week. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Goodbye.